Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We've all got a lucky friend, the one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly that TV's on sale. Some people always seem to get the best opportunities or the best deals. Well, now some people are all people at AT&T because AT&T is giving all of their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. That's right, everybody can get in on great AT&T deals all the time. Visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Man, got a radio show. Man, yeah, I do. Steve Harvey got a radio show because uh, I, I can't tell it to you any other way because God has been so, so very amazing to me. But the same God, and there is but one, that same God is, can, and will be amazing in your life if you just allow it to happen. You know, um, I was somewhere, you know, and I was driving uh, on the freeway somewhere, and I saw a 
billboard. Uh, and there was a guy in a field on his knees. And on this billboard, it said something to the effect, when, when you've run out of answers, try prayer. That was the billboard. When you run out of answers, try prayer. And I was, I was going uh, somewhere, and I, I don't even remember. I, I go so much, man. I, I, anyway, I was just going somewhere, and I saw this billboard, and, and, and I thought about that. And man, I, I, I cannot tell you how true of a statement that is. When you've run out of answers, when you don't know what to do, when you feel weak, when you are at a low point, when things just seem to keep happening to you and you don't understand why, prayer is an amazing weapon. Prayer is available to all of us. Here's the deal. You don't have to go through the all that you're going through alone. See, I'm talking to men, women, boys, girls, students, leaders, bosses, employees. I don't care what's happening. I don't care what your situation is. I don't care if your relationship is all jacked up. I don't care if your kids and your relationship is jacked up. I don't care if your relationship at work is shot. Your coworkers seem to always make you the buddy end of the joke. You always, somebody always talking about you behind your back. You're finding it more and more necessary to try to hold your head up and walk past these people when some days you can't even get your chin up off your chest. There are people out there that are going through, kids that are going through being bullied at the school. You got students in college who know that they want to have a college degree but they're faced with so many temptations out there so many so many things that can sidetrack them if 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 you're a woman out there and you've been alone by yourself for so long and you're just tired of being alone you really want a relationship you really want to be have a, a mate you want to meet your soulmate whatever it is whatever it is Prayer is the answer. You, you are listening to a guy who is a direct recipient of prayer. I, I can't tell you anything that I've gotten out of that I didn't pray about. Oh, now, there are a lot of things. Hold on. Let me backtrack a little bit. There are a lot of things that have happened in my life that I've gotten past without praying because I think my mama was praying for me. And then there's this thing that God has called grace and mercy that he just somehow keeps us all waking up every day with our foot on some form of solid ground because he's just waiting on us to come to him. But y'all, if you can implement prayer into your day every single day, and I'm talking about put it in there at the top of your day, put it in there in the middle of your day, Put it in there when you close your day out. When you sitting at your desk and ain't nobody bothering you, that's a good time. Now look, you don't have to make no scene. You ain't got to let everybody know, oh, I'm spiritual, I love God, look at me, oh, I'm down. You ain't got to do none of that. Matter of fact, don't do it for that reason. Because if that's your reason for doing it, that's going to be your reward. 
If you want somebody to just say, oh, they pray every, you know, they pray at lunch and they had a Bible on their desk and they have a bunch of highlights in it. If you're sitting it out there so people can see that that's what you do, then that's going to be your reward. Please know, you, 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 that's, that's going to be your reward. What I want you to do is pray. Ask God for the things, the desires of your heart. Have a faith. Believe in them. But pray earnestly, man. I mean, actually go at it with saying, hey, God, listen to me. I can't do this without you. I need your help. Listen, man, I know a lot of people that pray. I know a lot of it. If I told you the rich and famous that I talk to that pray constantly, it would amaze you. And that's all I'm saying today. I'm saying you got to check into that, y'all. Just go check God out. Go check him out. You finna go through something, man, that did you you can see the trouble coming. Go talk to God about it, man. Matter of fact, you done already got yourself into trouble. Go talk to God about it. You can't see no way out. You're in a situation, you thinking about doing something straight crazy. Pump your brakes, partner. Slow down a little bit. My man, slow down. Don't, don't. All you're going to do is make the situation worse. Go over there today and talk to God. Talk to God for real. Just, and look, man, you know what, man? Sometimes I've gone to God and I've just said, hey, God, I don't have a clue. Matter of fact, I'm so jacked up right now, God, I don't even really know what to ask you for. I just need some help. I'm so deep in some mess right now. Not only can I not see the way out, I can't see my way around. There's a, there's a poem called Invictus, and the opening line says, Out of the night that covers me, black as a pit from pole to pole, I thank God's for whatever be for my unconquerable soul. That it, this line is so deep. It starts off saying, I am in deep trouble. I'm in a pit. Black as a pit from pole to pole. I'm talking about, man, from over there to over there. It's pitch black. And 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 man, that man, you you ever been in that situation before, y'all? Because I have. I'm talking about black as a pit from pole to pole. God is there. God is available. God is always standing by. He just wants you to come to him. See, he's been coming to you a whole lot of times. He's presented himself. I can't tell you how many times. He's shown you how good a God he is. He's given us all grace and mercy without us asking for it. He's gotten you through some things, and you looked at him, boy, oh, man, I don't know how the hell. Okay, that's cool. I'm cool. No, 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 no. That wasn't cool. That was God. What you what you tripping on? Oh, man, you know, I was I was doing something the other day, and, I, man, I just came out of my own. What's that, man? I said, man, that's cool. That's cool. Cool. <laughs> hey, man, that was God. That was God looking out for you because you his child. He would love to hear from you. Pray, man. When you're out of answers and you don't know what to do, pray. 
If you see some trouble coming, pray. If you already got into it, pray. If you don't know the answers, pray. If you can't see no way out, pray. Pray, man. Talk to God. Don't make a scene. Just talk to God. All right? Very important. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have your attention, please. This here, believe it or not, Steve Harvey Morning Show is about to be ignorant. Uh-oh. Why? Because the original crew is here. Uh-oh. The Uh-oh. originals. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> Shirley Strawberry. Hey, OG Steve Harvey. Colorful. What's happening, OG Steve Whoa, Harvey? Oh, <laughs> nephew Tommy. Top, 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 top. And then there's me. Fresh off the boat. You better sing me. Ain't nobody but me. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I like it. Can I just say this just right in the beginning? Come on. What? And I'm going to say this first. I'm sorry, Tommy. Okay, I'm going to just say that first before I ask Steve. On the way in, I was listening, of course, to the radio, and they played the Christmas song by, you know, Nat King Cole. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I know the hell you didn't. (laughs) Hell yeah. yeah. It's Christmas. Hell yeah. Every year. How the hell you ain't going to have a little Tommy Christmas? (laughs) See, see, see. I lay in the cut. At the gate, Shirley? At the gate? I heard it just a couple of minutes ago when I was in my car. But that's your girl, though. See, I wasn't even a part of that. At the gate? And and Tommy, know how I'm going to react. I can't help it. You can't help it. You just made me think. I promise you, I can't. It just made me think of it. I promise you, I can't. Mm -mm -mm. Chestnuts roasting. Man, I still, you know what I haven't heard yet? Dun, 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 I know, neither have I. The Chris, uh, uh, this Christmas, Donny Hathaway. Donny Hathaway. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Hang on, mistletoe. I'm going to get to know you. That's when I really know it's Christmas. Yes. It's Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's here. Christmas is here. The season. It comes. Well, the, I want to back out this year of something. I want to unaccept a challenge. I was challenged, you all may remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Christmas tree contest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you and your yeah. Yeah. I want to officially back out. What? You don't, why are you backing out? You never back down. Yeah, but this is really, mm. I think I should. Why? I want, first of all, I want to compliment the Miles family. <laughs> Wonderful job he's doing raising his family, exposing them to things all around the country, uh-huh. buying them beautiful, giving them kids lifestyles that he didn't have. He's a lovely and family. And by he, yeah. you mean in the Miles family. You, you know that did, you, you know who. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, providing a, a lifestyle for his family and mm-hmm. providing mm-hmm. a beautiful home. The Chateau is. Absolutely exquisite, and the Christmas decorations is up. (laughs) Oh, Lord. 
It's he beautiful. His, he he got his tree up. That's what I'm hearing. You know That's it. what I'm hearing. You know that, it. That, tree, I want, that 20 it's, footer is up. It's not even decorated. And I'm glad you said 20 footer because that's exactly what the hell <laughs> Hold up. We got to get out of here. Uh, when we come back, uh, you'll never... I've been, I was in the house crying all day. <laughs> <laughs> we got to talk about Forbes highest paid people on TV when we come back. We'll be back at 32 after. I'll be there. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Steve, uh, Forbes magazine has released its top paid TV host for 2018, and the verdict is in. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Uh, we'll, go, we'll go this way. Number four, Ryan Seacrest. Mm. You know, he's with Live with Kelly and Ryan mm. and American Idol. Right. $74 million. What? Wow. Go on, For Secret. 2018. Uh-huh. Yeah. Secret uh-huh. out. Number three, Dr. Phil uh, made $87.8 million. What? Go ahead. Go ahead, Dr. Phil. We love Dr. Phil, too. Mm-hmm. Ellen. Wait, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. There was some mumbling in the background. What was that, too? I just said that's some real paper right there. Thank you. Oh, okay. I didn't oh. hear that. Okay, okay. Go ahead. Uh, your your girlfriend, uh, Tommy, number two, Ellen. Go on, Ellen. Eighty-seven and a half million. Good. Woo! Got him, Mike. <laughs> Love me some Ellen DeGeneres. This is all pre-tax, you know, during her most lucrative year yet. Um, I'm going to go on up to number one, then we'll talk about number five. Number one, Steve, mm-hmm. I think you've told us this before. Judge Judy. Come on here. $147 million pre-tax last year. In one year? In one year. 2018. What? What? You better come on, Judge. You don't see when she get mad? I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) Tommy, but when she said, I'm talking, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> I love that. Okay, uh, that we didn't talk about number five. Wise. We did not talk about number wait, five. Wait, Who is number yes. five? We need Can a we drum go, roll. That'll be drum roll. We need roll. a drum roll. For Let me hear one. this. Yeah. We, you may know him. He hosts a little show called Steve, uh-huh. Family uh-huh. Feud, uh-huh. Little Big Shots, what? Miss Universe, Steve Harvey, number five, $44 million, 2018, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Let me borrow $5. God, tall. Merry Christmas to us. No wonder your tree's so tall. That's why your tree's so tall. Merry Christmas to us. Woo. Congratulations, Steve. Do you have all of that? (laughs) Like that's in the bank? It's more than that, isn't it, Steve? It's more, ain't it? Uh-huh, uh-huh. He's you so quiet. Be, you are horrible about this. You got there, it in huh? pockets, don't you? Where is that? Huh? Steve, it's the blessings of God. That's the way you have to look at it, okay? There's no hate here. There's no hate. There's nothing but love. Look at God. Look at God. There's no look hate God. from you. There's no hate from Carla. <laughs> no, no, I'm, no. No, I'm not hating. No, 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 no. I'm happy. I, I'm the only one in the world got a rich uncle. You understand? I'm cool. <laughs> You're the only one on the show. Well, yeah. Yeah. Everybody else mm. got to get their own. <laughs> I have an announcement to make. What is that announcement? There's another list. Uh-huh. Oh, hell. Here come my damn list. What come is on. that list? <laughs> yeah, what is that list? <laughs> Number five. Oh, come on, That's five. the list that Tommy's on. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need a drum roll? Hell it's hell it's no. at the ready. <laughs> Drum roll, please. She says that to Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> number two. 
number, number two. two. On the list of look at me now. <laughs> Bet you didn't think I would have. <laughs> the star of the college game show. Oh. Uh, High IQ. <laughs> What's the name of the show? No, no, no the other show. The I, other I know which one you're talking about. Black, oh, black College Quiz. Yeah, Black BCQ. College Quiz. Ladies and yeah. gentlemen, a host of Black College Quiz. Uh-huh. The star, co-star of the Steve Hart, to keep this damn drum roll going. <laughs> this take time. <laughs> Run out again. <laughs> Co-star of the Steve Harvey Martin Show. Yeah. And the star of the brand new hit on home. Ready? Follow. Two. 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 Also the star of Ready <laughs> to Love. <laughs> nephew Thomas. Yeah. It has been a good year for you, nephew. It has been. Congratulations, yeah. He made the list for uh, people involved in most activities in entertainment. (laughs) That's a list. (sighs) But no, congratulations. It's it's been a good year. You guys should be happy. And uh, take it. Blessings. Blessings. Yeah, definitely. I'm very uncomfortable with this entire conversation. It's in the news. Yeah, it's Forbes magazine, Steve. They put everyone who's doing anything and making a certain amount of money on the list. Okay. Simon Cowell, he fell off. He was number five. Uh Uh-oh. Look at you. Look at 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 five now. Okay. Well, let me say this about You like Simon? I can tell you flat out, Mm -hmm. unequivocally, Without any reservation, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. That the only way that this little boy out of Welch, West Virginia, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the one with the stuttering problem, come on, the mm-hmm. one they said was never gonna be nothing, I see where you the one that flunked out of school, yes, sir, mm-hmm. the one that was homeless and lived in the car for oh, three Lord. years, yes, come on, that come one on. right there, bring it. Uh-huh. Yes. The only way mm-hmm. I exist today is because the God I serve. Hello. Is a God of upheld promises Come and truths. Yeah. <laughs> if it was not for his grace and mercy mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man. Come on with these facts. Man, I love you it. Ask somebody. I'm telling you right now, man. I ain't, I ain't even, I can't even I can't even I can't clown on this one. I can't take no credit for this here. <laughs> All right, well, coming up next, it is the nephew. He's... I had to stop just now because I almost started. You was on That's your way all right. in. Yeah. That's all right. That's all right. Give him the glory. Nephew Tommy yeah. up next with uh, Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up next hour, we will talk with our friend and family member, attorney Benjamin Crump. He is out on the front lines again, this time in Alabama. Uh, Also, uh, in entertainment news, Quincy Jones' legacy gets cemented, plus uh, Oprah, Will Smith, and John Legend will honor Q on BET, but right now, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. Neff, king of pranks, what do you have for us today? Well, we must go to a funeral, Shirley, where it is three-minute remarks. Three minute remarks. That's, That's what we want. That's too long. That's three going over. Uh-huh. minute remarks. <laughs> Hello? 
Uh, yes, I'm trying to reach a brother Keith, please. Yeah, this is Keith. Uh, Keith, how you doing? This is Lawrence over at Hill Funeral Home. Okay. We are the ones that have the, uh, uh doing the funeral for Sister Dolores, and that is, uh, your aunt. Yeah. Am, I, am I understanding right? Yeah, that's Monty. Okay, and as you know, the funeral is, uh, this coming Thursday. Yes, I'll be there Thursday. Uh, I'm giving you a call, uh, because, uh, it's been brought to my attention, uh, that, you were going to be giving remarks for the funeral. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I wanted to call you because we're getting ready to print the programs for the funeral and let okay. you know that they have taken you off for the remarks uh, because they say that you're not going to be. Oh, oh, oh hold on, hold on, hold on. You mean, what do you mean taking me off? Well, what I'm saying is they say that you're not going to abide by the two, three-minute rule that they have for remarks, and they wanted, they've taken you off. And uh, uh, who, who, who is they? Who, who, hold on, come out, come out. Who, who, what's the name again? Uh, Lawrence. I'm Lawrence. I'm the actual funeral director. Lawrence. And who, who told you to take me off? Uh, okay. One of the okay. one of the family members, I'm assuming, is who who uh, made the adjustment. And uh, an adjustment that ain't no adjustment. That's that's changing the whole program. Who else is on the list? Uh, I mean, there's quite a few family members doing different things uh, uh, throughout the funeral. Okay. Uh, so how did you get to my name? Is what I'm trying to figure out. That they said that. Listen to me. Listen. Listen to me. Listen to me. Brother Keith, listen to me. What they said is that you weren't going to abide by the time. You weren't going to do your remarks in three minutes or less. Listen, 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 listen. My auntie raised me. She put me through college. And you think I'm I'm finna go up there in her funeral and be under two minutes? Well, listen, listen, Brother Keith. Brother Keith, listen to me. Normally when we have these funerals, uh, people who give remarks, we have them three minutes or less. Okay, okay. so I, I tell you I tell you what, Mr. Lawrence, who's on the list? Is Sheila on the list? Uh, Is Sheila on the list? We have a Sheila. Yes, there's a Sheila that's singing. Take uh, her name off the list. Take her off the list and put me where she's supposed to be with my turn and her time. Is, is, is Bobby Jr. on there too? I'm, uh, I better not be on there. Bobby, now, yes, Bobby Jr. is giving remarks. Hell, that's a, what? That's that's Dolores's. No. That's Miss Dolores's son, right? Yes, her son, the one that been locked up. He just got out of jail. Truth be told, he the one down there put her in the coffin. You need to take him off the list too. Give me all that time, cause I'll be if if hey, I ain't gonna take nothing. I'll be brother Keith, let me let me let me just say this to you. I cannot take. Sheila or Bobby Jr. Or I can't make any alterations to this program unless they say that what I can. That, sir, what you mean? You already, you already take, you already taking people name off. You taking my name off. Like, but the, but they, they 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 orchestrated this though. Who the, who the f- is they? Who is they? They been having a problem. They try to take me off my auntie program. Who is they? Sir. I, I'm not gonna get into a family matter, but until they say that you, you can be on, you're not in a family matter. 
family matter. Sir, I'm not going I don't want to I don't want to have this this turn out to be bad and we want to have a great home going for Sister Dolores. Okay? Damn right. And if I don't get to say nothing, I guarantee you. I guarantee you it's going to be a two for one in there. Somebody else going to get their in the car for two. I guarantee you that. If I don't get to say nothing at my auntie funeral, my auntie didn't pay for my college. I didn't put $6,000 in, in the funeral. I bet you, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, Mr. Lawrence. I bet you whether I'm on the program or I'm not, I bet you I say what the I want to. I bet you that much. You tell they that. I didn't, my auntie didn't put me through college. I didn't put money on the funeral. I call around and see who ain't putting no money on the funeral. Tell them they can't be on the program. Man. Uh, uh, Keith, they, they, when they decide who who who's on it, if they change the, the format, then I will call you back. Who who the f*** is they? That's what I'm trying to get, get you to understand. Who is they? Can I can I tell you something? And and I don't want you to get too irate, okay? okay? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, man, go ahead. I, I just want to say this, Keith Wilson. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just man. got pranked. You just got pranked by your cousin Bobby Junior. <laughs> you bull. <laughs> I'm Bobby Junior up. I that. I'm kicking Bobby. I know that. The remarks was actually 10, 15 minutes. Oh, you ever somebody, yes. Yeah. For real, man? You going to talk this long? For real? I met uh, Robert in, um, right. I think it was yeah, 69, it. Uh-huh. me and yes. Robert met. Yep. And yep. after that, mm-hmm. Robert and I, would, we went to school to get a second and third grade, me and Robert did. And I, yeah. No, that was third and fourth. I third don't like <laughs> when you have to write down what you going to say. If you up there and you a speaker, it's supposed to be from the heart. You understand? This really should be for people who really know the person. Yes. If you up there and you need paper. Yeah, because this is not about you. Yeah. Come on now. Did you really know him or what? Oh. <laughs> He's just pulling our legs. What are we doing here? All right, thank you, nephew. A reminder, next hour we will talk to our friend and family member, attorney Benjamin Crump. Also up next in entertainment news, Quincy Jones' legacy gets cemented. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up in 20 minutes, our friend and attorney uh, Benjamin Crump will be here to talk about the goings-on in Alabama. But first, we're going to get to this. Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones Q gets a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Uh, Quincy's hand and footprints are now set in stone in Hollywood. Congratulations to him. Yes, he's 85 years old. He's a music icon, a legend, and all of that. He dipped his hands and feet in cement yesterday 
outside of the uh, TCL Chinese Theater on his very own Walk of Fame star. Congratulations. Mm. Yeah. Oh, That's so big. Yeah, it Wait really, a minute. really is. He just not getting a star? Yeah, it's 85, one. Steve. Yeah. Mm. Man, they could have dug mine up and put his down there. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> and they and hell will he bigger than me. Yeah, his... I didn't know they still did that part of it, too. Oh, the hands and the feet. Yeah, uh-huh. I didn't know the that. You're right, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, that's different. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah that's this... different. That's that's the, that like like what when the fire got. Yeah, that's what he got. Uh-huh. That's what Quincy uh-huh. Jones yeah. got. Yeah. Ooh, he should have been had one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, he Snoop. produced Thriller. Stop talking. Yeah, come yes. on. Yeah. <laughs> yes. One of the greatest producers ever to walk the ever. planet. Yes. <laughs> uh, Snoop Dogg was there. His daughter Rashida was there. Dr. Dre, Usher, many more came to celebrate uh, Quincy, Steve. Oh, that's so mm-hmm. big. Cute. Really big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he really deserves that. He the man. Yeah. Cool dude, too, man. Really, really cool. He has dude. some great stories. <laughs> he is more, um, here's more Quincy Jones news. Oprah, Dave Chappelle, John Legend, Stevie Wonder, Fantasia, Neo, Jennifer Hudson, all of them will honor Quincy's legacy with a musical celebration. It's called Q85 Quincy Jones on Sunday, December 9th. That's going to be on, e, on uh, BET, so make sure you check that out. Uh, I can't wait to see that. Um, Oprah, saw- you remember when he met her, he put her in the movie Color Purple. She wasn't acting, you know, in movies before Quincy mm-hmm. met her and put her in that movie. So they've been lifelong friends since that. I saw the promo for this show. It looks yeah, fantastic. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. It looks uh-huh. good. It looks good. Yeah. You're right. It does. Can't wait. And he's got some singers. Fantasia, Jennifer Hudson. Come on. Not Tasia. Not Tasia. Don't you say Tasia. I said it. Hey, guys, I know this is early, but I was thinking of New Year's resolutions. And you know how we always do New Year's resolutions and you end up breaking one. Right. So I'm going to do mine now. Oh, okay. It's early. You're right. But go ahead. My New Year's resolution for 2019 is I ain't going to say nothing about Tommy. He lying. That's why I said I'm gonna just go home and get that one out the way now. <laughs> you gonna break that today? Let's see if no, we can last through the show, right? <laughs> no, that's why I said. Yeah. That, you know, we always break them, so I'm just gonna go and say mine now. <laughs> In late I, November, I, st- I still want to see this Christmas tree. No, even if we ain't competing, I want to see the Christmas tree. Mm. No, Tommy. When when will it be decorated well, and finished? Why don't you let him see it? Day after man? tomorrow. Okay, you gotta let him see the tree, man. Why won't you let him see it, Steve? What? No, it, I don't know. have tree feelings, Steve. You're not gonna hurt my tree feelings. What, your Tommy? Oh your, your, yes, he Tommy. is. Oh, you best believe, <laughs> Tommy. Your wife did a spectacular. Yes, she job. did. Uh-huh. It's beautiful. Thank you. Oh, she bossed it out though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, we gotta get to Miss Ann, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thanks, guys, and good morning, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Okay, President Trump is now saying that he just might pardon former campaign manager Paul Manafort. According to the New York Post, Trump says that a potential pardon for Manafort, quote, is not off the table. Now, special counsel Robert Mueller, you know, that's the guy looking into the Russian meddling in the election. He convicted Manafort, who is currently in jail, on financial malfeasance and tax, uh, tax malfeasance as well. And now Trump is accusing Mueller 
of trying to get the people who worked on his presidential campaign to lie. Meanwhile, Trump is rejecting, get this, the climate change report issued by his own administration. According to the New York Daily News, Trump speaking to reporters at the White House early this week said that the national climate assessment was generally fine. But when pressed on its findings, the president said, quote, I don't believe it without elaborating. The report warns that if significant steps, for instance, are not taken to reduce pollution and find clean alternatives to fossil fuels like coal, that the U.S. economy will be down by 10 percent of its value by the end of the century. The scientific assessment issued by 13 federal agencies and released by the White House over the Thanksgiving weekend And it lays out in detail how the gradual warming of the planet as a result of human activity directly correlates with the uptick in the natural gas, natural disasters that we've seen recently across the U.S., including those deadly forest fires in California. And the report authored by his own administration is repeatedly at odds with Trump who has been pushing, you know, for more environmental deregulation and allowing even more planet warming pollution to be spewed into the atmosphere. Jury selection continues today in Charlottesville, Virginia, for the murder trial of James Alex Field Jr. Fields, a white man, accused of ramming his car into a group of anti-racism demonstrators at a white supremacist rally, killing one young woman named Heather Heyer and injuring several others. The court needs 16 people, 12 jurors and four alternates who say they can be impartial in the high-profile case. Opening statements are scheduled uh, before today is out. If you, you know, we're lucky, we'll see how that happens. Another example, the perils of simply living while black. This time a black man in Montgomery County, Maryland. Listen to this. He was simply bringing his drunk and staggering friend home, but he was thrown up against a car and arrested by white cops. The white, one white female cop later claimed that she smelled marijuana on 23-year-old Samir Ahmed. However, Ahmed tells the Washington Post that that was a complete lie. The European Union and the U.K. have agreed on the terms of their divorce. In other words, the terms of Brexit. We'll see how that goes. Democrats in the House of Representatives have officially nominated Nancy Pelosi for House Speaker in the next Congress. However, the veteran congresswoman must still win a final vote in the full House in January. And some of the new uh, bucks in the Congress, they say they need new blood and stuff like that. So we'll see how that goes. Pelosi, you may remember, was the first woman House Speaker from 2007 to 2011. She's going to need a total of at least 218 votes when the Democrats officially take over the House again two months from now in January. Finally, today is the customer is wrong day. That's right. You got to be wrong sometime. This has been Ann Tripp. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, everybody. Joining us now is attorney Benjamin Crump. He's the president of the Black Lawyers Association. He's a trusted source of uh, insight on, sadly, uh, tragic deaths. And he's been, all these deaths have been occurring with our community. And today, uh, we're sad to say that he's back with us to talk about yet another senseless death in Birmingham, Alabama. Please welcome to the show, Attorney Benjamin Crump. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning, thank sir. Yeah. Hey, thank hey. you all so much, uh, Steve, Shirley, nephew, everybody. Thank y'all so much for allowing us to talk about these issues that affect our children. And, Steve, this happened in a suburb of Birmingham, Alabama. We all remember waking up on Black Friday to the news that there was a shooting in the Hoover Galleria Mall, and the police were proclaiming that they took down the shooter. They had celebrated this police officer as a hero. They said that they had stopped 
uh, a mass shooting and they were having cause to treat the officer as a hero. And this person who was shot was plastered all over the media. And it was Emantic Fitzgerald Bradford Jr., the son of Emantic Fitzgerald Bradford Sr. and April Pipkins, who are good people, who raised a good kid, served in the military, uh, never had any criminal history whatsoever. And they knew right then that that's not the kid they raised. They knew it was a lie. They said their child would never kill anybody. And so they found out on social media, they never got the courtesy of a phone call from the authorities with the police department or anybody before they pulled the trigger and ran all this negative publicity worldwide about their child. And then within 24 hours after they reviewed the video at the mall, even though they haven't showed it to the family or anybody else, they made a retraction to say that he did not shoot anybody and that they were wrong. They put this lie out and then they tell it over the media and the family is never ever getting the courtesy of the police just calling them, going to their house and saying, we made a mistake, we apologize. It's just been unbelievably devastating for this family. Thanksgiving will never be the same for them again. Yeah, Attorney Crump, I'm listening to you because I needed to carefully listen because I was out of the country and so the pieces of news that I was able to get was very limited. I'm listening very intently for facts as first time. So can I ask this question? Until there was some social media footage, the claim was they had shot the right person at the mall who had killed two other people. Exactly. Hey, listen, hey, uh, sit tight. Uh, we'll be back more with... Uh, Attorney Benjamin Crump right after this. We got some really great information. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. We back, and we're having a, a all too familiar and struggling the same conversation with Attorney Benjamin Crump. Steve, they had proclaimed him to be a criminal, and they got the right person. And why they made this determination, we can only speculate it has something to do with the skin color of this young man because witnesses have come forward to the family, have called my law firm and said that he was one of the people trying to help save people. He was trying to get people away from the shooting, out of harm's way. And so this Hoover police officer who was off duty, working private security for the mall, came upon the scene and they said within milliseconds, he shot this young man in the face. He did oh. not say, freeze, drop your oh. weapon, police officer. He saw this young man, he had a gun, and he shot. And now Alabama is an open carry state. Semantic, mm-hmm. uh, former military uh, personnel, had his carry concealed weapons permit. He had every legal right to have a gun. In fact, the witnesses said there were several people when they heard shooting pulled out their guns. This is the evidence. I can't wait till the video is released so we can see everybody who pulled the gun and see, well, why did y'all pick this young man to shoot out of everybody in the mall who used their Second Amendment rights? You picked this young black man and made a decision that 
he does not have the right to have a gun. And that gets beyond the point. Let me say this, Steve, because this really is the crux of the matter. Mm-hmm. There's some suggestion by the top leadership in our country that to stop bad guys with guns to prevent these mass shootings, what we need are to have the good guys have guns. But apparently, police in America don't believe that black men with guns are good guys. We saw that with Jamel Robinson in Chicago. We saw that with Orlando Castile in Minneapolis. And now we come to Hoover, Alabama with Emantic Fitzgerald Bradford. His nickname is EJ. And everybody to a one, Steve Harvey, said that this was a good kid. Check his record. And his parents keep saying to the Hoover Police Department, you've already lied to us one time. Don't say no more. Just release the video. And his family believes if he did anything bad, they would have already released that video. Well, yeah, 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 absolutely. And you know what, Attorney Crump? Right now, the problem we keep having is that all the supposed good guys keep shooting the same guys. Yep. That's yep. the problem. Look, every and, and I love you, bro. I, I really do, man, because we need people like you to take the torch and, and, yes, and, and keep it lit and, and, and defend the people who wouldn't get proper coverage on these issues. But it's the same story every single time. Steve, it's so profound what you're saying, because when we really think about it for a second, they always have young white men who are confirmed mass killers. The police always manage to say, we were mistaken. We shot him. We feel terrible about it. And then they want us to say, well, let's have patience. Let's let the investigation go. They got a video, Steve. I don't know why so hard, and it's going to take so long for them to investigate to tell if the police was wrong and EJ was right. Well, what that tells me is that they are stalling for a reason. Okay, folks, the GoFundMe page is Justice for EJ GoFundMe. A couple dollars from everybody. You know, you got five, you got ten, you got three dollars, two dollars. Whatever we can see, and let's help this family out. Benjamin Crump, man, listen, thank you, brother. Keep up the good fight. Come back and let us know as the facts come out exactly what's going on. I certainly will, Steve. I love you, brother, and thank you so much for using your platform to make a difference in our community. Thank you, soldier. Keep being a soldier, man. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top, uh, the strawberry letter, the subject torn between my daddy and my man. But right now, it is the nephew in the building with the prank phone call for today. What you got, Neff? The ring. Huh? The ring. Why are you saying it like it's a scary movie? It makes it, yeah, like the movie. Y'all trying to make it sound like Lord of the Rings. The Ring. Oh, I didn't get get Lord of the Rings out of that. The Ring. Yeah, I kept that scary movie, yeah. That's all right, run it. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Denise, please. Uh, Yes, this is she. Hi, Denise, my name is Gavin. I'm I'm actually the head jeweler here at Diamond. Hello, how you doing? I'm good. You brought your ring in, what was it, last week? I, I, I actually wasn't here, but you gave it to one of my salespersons. Yes. And, um, yes. 
you, you wanted to get it resized as well as, as as get it appraised, correct? Yes, yes, yes. And you don't have to tell him I did that. I want to do the appraisal <laughs> on my own. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay, listen. I actually did resize the ring. And, okay. and first of all, let me be the first to say um, uh, congratulations. When When is your wedding? Thank you. I'm getting married in September. Well, congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank listen. You. I don't know how to tell you this. Now, as far as the appraisal is concerned, I've looked at your ring over and over, and this this ring is probably worth maybe fifty dollars. Excuse me. I've 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 been I've been in this business for over twenty years. But you know what? I'm confused on what you just said. And I understand that. What I'm trying to explain to you is that I've been in this business for over twenty years. I've seen so many different pieces of jewelry, mm-hmm. and this is something that you that. You buy late night on an infomercial mm. for nineteen ninety nine. This this is a cubic zirconian stone, and the the gold is not real at all. It's wait, like gold wait, 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 wait. You wait. You lost me. You lost me as much money as my men make, and as much money as my father is putting down on his wedding or has put down. And you gonna sit Ma'am, up here I understand everything you're saying, but Denise, honestly, no, 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 no. I, I, what I need you, you want... to do is hold on. Wait, wait, I, wait, no, 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 no. I need you to hold on because we need to call Victor. Wait, wait, man, hang no, no, on. No. First of all, I can't. Wait. No, sir. Wait, wait, wait. Slow, no, sir, wait, wait, wait. Sir, hold the phone. You... Hold okay, the... can you slow down for a second? Because I need Can you I to ask hold you? on because we're going to get on the phone, okay? What you... Wait, wait, wait. What are you trying to, what are you trying to do? Sir, I, 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 need, I need you to repeat to what you just said to me. Okay, man, that's all I need you to do. I can't get in the middle of personal stuff, man. I... You, oh, you in it. It's personal now. So I need you to hold on, okay? Oh, she calling her man. Okay, thank, thank, thank. Hello? Victor, hey, I need up, you to man? listen to this jeweler that's on the phone. I'm, I want you to hear this that he just told me. Wait, wait, hold on. What's the, what's the problem? What you mean, what's the problem? He gonna tell you what the problem is. Go on, head on, sir. Go on, head on. Who's uh, this? Uh, hello? Yeah, who's this? Alright, my name is Gavin. I'm from uh, Diamond's mm-hmm. and actually your wife, I mean, well, your fiance, rather, she, she brought her ring in to actually be resized. Yeah. And we uh, we also did an appraisal on the ring for her, and Actually, the ring is estimated to be only in the worth of around fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. Fifty. That's what the man said. Fifty dollars. Hold on, Denise. Hold on, Denise. Well, sir, uh, obviously there's some sort of mistake, sir. Now, what you got to say uh, about that, Victor? Hold on. Wait. Hold fifty dollars. Uh, that's that's got to be some kind of mistake. So, what'd you say your name was, sir? My name is Gavin. I work here at Diamonds. I'm the head jeweler here. I've been here for twenty years. Yeah, and, uh, well, there, there's there's no way that that mm-hmm. ring is worth fifty dollars. I know what I paid for it, mm-hmm. so obviously there's some sort of mistake. Mm-hmm. Sir, it, it, there's it, not it, a mistake. Right. I've been dealing with jewelry. I've seen it. I I can pretty much look at a ring, but I actually went into detail on this one, as I do all of them. And sir, I promise you, this is probably maybe between forty and fifty dollars for its worth. No, no, mm-hmm. a- absolutely mm-hmm. not. That's mm-hmm. that's impossible. Mm-hmm. I mean, how, I, how is that I, impossible? I, He's the jeweler. You heard him say he's been doing it for twenty. Years. So how is that impossible? Does, I don't understand that. Like, All the money that my daddy putting down on this wedding, and you're going to pay $50 sir, sir, for sir, a you ring? Bought a, you bought a cheap ring, sir. No, 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 I did not buy a cheap ring. Victor! I can't, I can't, this, is, this, is, this is obviously some kind of mistake. You didn't got you Oh, you got sure got that right. <laughs> you sure got that right. So what you got to say for yourself? $50? You, you cannot believe that that's right. That's, this is obviously some kind of mistake, mm. sir. Uh, oh, it is a mistake. A mistake in me thinking I'm going to get married to the man of my dreams. I do have the engagement ring that was purchased and bought for your wife. Mm-hmm. And, no, I don't think you, I don't think you do. I don't think you have my ring mm-hmm. because if you mm-hmm. had my ring, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be telling me that it's worth $50. Mm-hmm. Sure, I, mm-hmm. I have the ring that, that your wife, that your fiancé brought fiance. in. Fiancé. Well, I ain't his wife yet. 
Hold on, hold on. The man's trying to explain. I'm trying to get to the bottom. <laughs> okay, of this. excuse you, me. Excuse thank me. you, thank you. So you have, I don't think you have the right ring. Uh, sir, Mr. I have the right ring, and what I'm letting you know, sir, is that this is something you buy on an infomercial in, the, in 2 yeah, o'clock in the morning. Hold on, man, hold on. Dude, you don't, yeah. <laughs> are you going to me like that? I ain't buy no damn ring on infomercial. I bought the ring from a reputable establishment. I have the receipt. Hmm. I have the certificate. So... Obviously, the mistake is on your end. Where Sir, you the mistake is not here. Sir, you bought a piece of junk. Mister, he's been doing it all these years. How the hell he going to make a mistake? Where the f*** you come off telling me I bought a piece of junk? I know what I bought. If there's any mistake that's been made, it's on your end. Where, Sir, it's not on my end. Here, hold on. Don't raise the first of all. Don't raise the you want thing, Victor. My dad is paying too much money for this wedding. So your dog going to pay $50 for a dog on wedding. You wait till I tell him this Chill, hold on. First of all, I don't appreciate Sir, you. I want to tell you this. This is a typical case of you trying to pawn it off on us because you, you bought a there piece of junk for 50 bucks. That's oh, all dude. the money that you dogs on make, and I get $50 worth of a ring? Denise, hold on. Let me talk to you. Hmm. Where are you calling yeah, me? Get to talking. Get to Diamonds. talking. Mm -hmm. Diamonds, I ain't never heard of that. Where is it? Mm -hmm. Sir, your wife knows exactly where it is. She's the one that brought the ring in. I tell you what. I'm going to come down there to see the ring that you're talking about. If it's not the ring that I gave my girl, I'm going to take $7,600 out of your because that's what I paid for this ring. So now you want to jump on me because you bought your wife a piece of Come on and now. And you want to put it on me. You, you don't tell me what the I know what the I spent on a ring. And you, I don't know what kind of you're trying to pull. First of all, I don't appreciate you coming to my household trying to mess my and you want to come at me with this? I know the ring better be real. <laughs> know that. If I were you, Mr. Neese, I would not marry somebody that's going to be... I'm coming and I'm looking for your punk. And you know what, You don't get the ring, it ain't right. Me and you going to go at it. Can I say one more thing to both of you all? I'll tell you what, if it ain't some that I want to hear, me and you going to have some more problems. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Y'all just got pranked by Denise's sister. That... <laughs> That's why she ain't got no man today. Wow. That's uncool, man. Wow. That's uncool, Tommy. You about to start some <laughs> Wow. Vic, I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I will make man. it up you to know, you, baby. You don't, you don't I am play with a woman's ring? <gasps> I got to ask y'all something. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Wow. <laughs> The, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is, you know. That is. It. He played too much. That's terrible. <laughs> That's it right there. You know? $50? You know? That's how you do it. You get, a, you get a man and his woman on the phone. You, go, you can just create ignorance and confusion. That's how you mm -hmm. do it. Yeah, or just mm -hmm. get you on the phone. Same thing. Yeah. 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 Uh -huh. well, that's that's what I'm here for. That's sure. your job. I'm here for that. You get an A. You know. Plus, I get, I, I get you and uh, Nesto on the phone at the same time. Get get some arguing going on. <laughs> right here. I can make it happen. You two call her. You two call her. Uh -huh. to, I, I get you and Tosh on the phone. Get some arguing going on. Wow. And 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 uh, number five on the Forbes list. You think I can't get you and ain't Marjorie on the phone? Get the arguing right in. Yes, I can I promise can. you, you can't. <laughs> But can I get a Marjorie by herself? Would you allow uh, me to? No, uh-uh. <laughs> no. no, don't come over here with that. <laughs> Just stay right think... on over there with your little pranks, with your little people don't know you. <laughs> I know you. Every <laughs> prank, my on? girl, I can find you. <laughs> <laughs> See, what saved you so far is these people can't locate your ass. I know right where you're at. <laughs> Be over there knocking your little tree down. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, I, knew my, I knew it was gonna be little before. Well, what I shouldn't say resolution? little tree. He has a gorgeous. He has a gorgeous tree. Yeah, what, no, you really, said really what about your resolution? Yeah, forty minutes. You forgot you that make quick. It to the next year. <laughs> All right, listen. Thank you, nephew. Thank you, everyone. Coming up next, it is the strawberry letter for today. I got you with this one. Subject torn between my daddy and my man. Ooh. We'll be back to get after it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please, please, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Buckle up. Hold on tight. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject torn between my daddy and my man. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 32-year-old single mom of a 16-year-old, and I still live at home with my 84-year-old father. I have never moved out because I never wanted my daughter to suffer through any hardships or go without uh, having the things she wants and needs. My dad takes good care of us, so that helps me save money. Here's a problem. I've been dating a man for four years, and we have a great relationship, but he is pressuring me to move in with him with my daughter. Financially, I am not ready to start splitting the expenses with him because I have a few small bills to pay off first. My boyfriend keeps telling me that it's not a problem because he will take care of all the bills. I'm not married to him, and I need to be sure if I can take care of myself and my daughter if things don't work out with this man. There's also a bigger issue that we need to work out uh, through before uh, I move in with him. He has told me that if we move in together, my dad will not be able to come over to our place to visit. He stated that my dad has always been rude to him and makes him feel uncomfortable, and he will not tolerate it in his own home. He also said my dad will not be welcome at our family gatherings and outings. Now my dad, uh, now my dad has not been the kindest person to my boyfriend and my family, but he is still my dad. I don't think I should be considering moving in with my boyfriend if this is something that we won't compromise on. It seems that he may be a little too controlling, especially if he will be paying all of the bills. What do you think I should do? Stay or go? Stay. I think you should stay with your dad or get your own place if you can afford it. I mean, why would you want to go somewhere with someone who feels this way about your 84-year-old dad? Uh, you're not married to this man. You didn't mention that he proposed to you or anything. You're not engaged to him. And he could be very much controlling. Um, you, you've been with him for four years now, you say? And he's promising that he'll take care of your small bills, your few small bills, if you move in with him. I'm just thinking in four years, why why hasn't he helped you already? I mean, that could be one of the reasons your dad doesn't like him. Uh, I, I just say you're a mother. You have a 16-year-old daughter. You have to be an example for her. I don't think you would want your, your 16-year-old, I mean, I mean, your daughter, you know, when she becomes of age, of course, in a situation like this. I don't think there's any benefit for you right now to move in with this guy. I mean, you're 32 years old, so you have to move out one day soon, hopefully, and uh, be on your own. But you, you should certainly want it to be with the right 
guy with the right situation. And uh, that would be someone who would at least try to work it out with your dad. I mean, not shut him out in a vengeful way like this guy's doing. I, I don't think he should turn your your he should be turning his back on your dad. That is your dad, after all. I, I think you should stay where you are for now. You've been saving money. Save money to move out on your own. Steve? Uh, this is a no-go for me. This is an absolute no-go. Um, I, I don't I don't see what you... You're 30, 32 years old. You got a 16-year-old daughter. You live with your 84-year-old father. This man that came along, you've been dating for four years. Now, if y'all gonna move in, why don't y'all get married? He just wants you to move in, right? Yeah. I didn't see marriage on here. You're right. And then you'd stay with your father because you didn't want your daughter to suffer and your father takes good care of you. In four years, I'm, I agree with Shirley. This dude ain't helped you in four years with these little bills? Damn, I mean, most men, I'm sorry, man, but if you're listening as a man and you're talking about, man, I ain't got to help her with her bills, well, you don't have to. But can I tell you something? Technically, we're supposed to. I don't know where this got lost in the good old days, but it's obviously lost. Because you, you all get together now and want to keep everything separate. You join together with a person to become one. If you don't want to become one, quit joining with these damn people. <laughs> damn. Now this dude on here wants you to pull up ranks. Then then in here he come with his funk ass. <laughs> don't tell you. After, now your daddy done put in all the hard work, you and your daughter. Now, when y'all get together, your damn daddy can't come over here. Can't come over to our place. Is it? Dad been rude to him. Shirley hit it on the head. She didn't. She said, your daddy's rude. Because let me explain something to you. 84, no. A 84-year-old man, he knows some stuff. He got a feeling about your boyfriend. First of all, four years of coming through that. He don't like the dude. Cause he know he ain't about nothing. Cause he 84 and he know how he should be acting and he ain't seeing that. So now he don't like him. 84 know something you don't. And it's something about this boy he don't like. And he ain't gonna turn his daughter and his little princess over to these dudes. He that's what he don't like it. Now your boyfriend know he don't like it. And he feel uncomfortable with him not liking him. Now, he don't want him over at the house because he say he make him feel uncomfortable when he come. You know why he make him feel uncomfortable? Because he's shady. And old dudes know it. And they ain't finna play that game with you in their house. He said your dad would not be welcome at our family gatherings and outings. Damn, man, your daddy 84. This dude can't pull his manhood pants up a little bit tighter for however long your daddy got left and at least just be cordial to the man, he might not be the greatest to you, but but he might not be the greatest to him. But to you and that girl, he been y'all's everything. Mm -hmm. And if he can't honor and respect the fact that this man then lived 84 years and then took care of you when obviously you had the baby at 16, he ain't put you out, he embraced you. Come on, girl. I got you and her. Now, man, this is not the dude. And he just want to move you in. You scared to go. And the reason you scared to go because you don't feel secure with him. 
Uh-oh. That's right. You don't feel secure with this guy. Man, is this strawberry go- letter going this smooth? You know why? Because Jay ain't here. <laughs> Insecure. <laughs> they, they, I mean, they had a rough I just felt like, you know, don't no, Tommy just, you know, I've been doing this strawberry letter for years with Shirley. We just be mm-hmm. doing it, her response, my response. Then all of a sudden I notice mm-hmm. all my damn response. <laughs> I got to stop and address something. Hold on, Steve. Hold on. And it hey, be that old bitter black bounce. <laughs> we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up I at 23 after this the hour. Refreshing. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter uh, and uh, get part two of your response. Subject- 32-year-old woman. Got a 16-year-old baby. Been living at home with an 84-year-old father because she didn't want to move out because she didn't want her daughter to suffer. Her dad take good care of her, so that helps her save the money. Problem she got, she been dating this man for four years. She said they got a great relationship, but he's pressuring me to move in with him with my daughter. Now, the lady says she ain't ready to do that financially because she, she ain't ready to start splitting expenses with him because she got a few small bills to pay off, and my boyfriend keep telling her that ain't no problem. See, what's going to make it a difference for you now? You could have been helping this girl with her financial problem, but you didn't. Now you're going to come move in, and I'm going to help you. See, this is a dude that always wants something for so. So you got to look at what this is. And your father... He done told you that he don't want that your 84-year-old daddy to come nowhere near his house. He ain't welcome. He can't come in there because he make him feel uncomfortable. You know why the 84-year-old man make him feel uncomfortable? Because 84 know. 84 know some things. And he done read this dude. And he don't like the way he is. He ain't got enough sense to honor the fact that this is your 84-year-old daddy and how much ever longer he got at least let y'all have y'all time together. But right. that don't suit what he want. So his stingy, trifling, non-compromising, self-centered, he want all to go his way. Well, that's not how it works. So now, you, you even said your dad ain't been the kindest person to you, boyfriend, because your daddy know. Now, I don't think I should be considering moving in with my boyfriend and this is something that he won't compromise on. You shouldn't. So now you can't have a relationship with your daddy who has always had his arms open to you and your daughter to have a relationship, and this dude wants you to sever that relationship. Who wants that to happen, man? What decent man? So you got to ask yourself a couple questions about your boyfriend. Why won't he do anything to make me happy? You've been dating for four years. Why don't he marry you? Why don't he help you with your bills now? Mm. What is it about him that your daddy know that he don't like about him? Mm-hmm. Now, why is it he don't want your daddy over to the house no more and don't want your daddy coming to no family gatherings? This is an 84-year-old man that's been holding the family down his entire adult male life. Now, here this dude come. This is not a good relationship to get into. If I were you, I would say no. Mm. And if he can't at least treat your father decent, even if your father is a little rude, he old. (laughs) So it's okay. (laughs) Yeah. 
He get a pass. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, you're lucky he wasn't my daddy. Slick Harvey. Uh-huh. Let me explain mm-hmm. something to you. <laughs> my father, <laughs> man, he didn't. It, 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 something about, see, old dudes at their house, mm-hmm. they don't play. Uh-huh. They don't change nothing at their house. It's hot in there, too. Tommy, your daddy was the same way. Mm-hmm. This his house. My daddy was the same way. This his house. Mm-hmm. Coming in here fixing nothing for you. Okay. If he don't like you, you're going to find out about it if you come in his house. Mm-hmm. I had a friend of mine that my daddy didn't like. Mm-hmm. He couldn't come past the kitchen. <laughs> what do you mean? Jeffrey over here. Jeff, you stay there by that door. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey couldn't make it in. No, Jeffrey could not come. In my house, because you know we had a little small house. You come through the back door. When you open the door, the refrigerator, you could touch the refrigerator when you open the door to the left. Uh-huh. And behind it, I mean, you could touch the stove to the left. And the refrigerator was behind the door. When Jeffrey come in, he come in the kitchen. He could shut the door. But he couldn't bring his ass out that kitchen. Because <laughs> uh-huh. he ain't like Jeffrey. He still. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, my daddy had somebody like that. He ain't like one of my partners. He always give, give my partner two spoons and say, click these spoons together. Uh-huh. And, 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 you know, my friend be like, what, what, Mr. Miles, what I'm doing this for? I need to know where you at my damn house. Keep them spoons clicking. <laughs> keep them, keep, keep clicking them damn spoons right there. I better hear them spoons every time yeah. I walk in here. Old school is just funny, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it Jeffrey like Gill like had to stay school. by the damn door. <laughs> I'm talking about maybe four friends come over. Jeffrey come in and he knew. Mm-hmm. You know, my friends laugh at him. Hey, hey, Gil, stay there. Stay there, Mr. Harvey. <laughs> and he go, all right, all right, I'm right here. Hey, Mr. Harvey, how Miss Harvey? Hey, Mr. Harvey, you stay your ass by that door. <laughs> Y'all, we be in there for 10 minutes. They be waiting on me, anything. Mm-hmm. He could not come past that door, man. Don't walk past the refrigerator. <laughs> that was his mark. Did oh, your dad like uh, Jeffrey's parents? Did they know his parents? No, nah, no. Nah, Jeffrey, Jeffrey lived on 114. My dad ain't talking nobody over over there. <laughs> <laughs> you know we don't go far. Uh-huh. Nah, right, nah. right, hey, right. Hey man, my daddy was clear. We want 12th Street people. <laughs> <laughs> we want 12th Street people. We don't go over there 114. I don't know what they doing around there. Yeah. That's you ride idea. your bike over there. Uh-huh. You can go uh-huh. over there, but I ain't finna meet nobody, mama, daddy over there. <laughs> I don't know them people. I don't know what they doing over there. <laughs> I love it. That's funny. Yeah. That is really but funny. But it's the truth. Uh-huh. Man, uh-huh. they had rules, man. Same way. We don't go around now. <laughs> We're 112th Street people. We're 112 Street people. <laughs> I know them. I know how they keep their yard. Uh-huh. I, 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 I know how their garbage cans look. I know when they set their trash out on the curb. I know these people. Yeah. yeah. I don't like where they garbage can look over there, all <laughs> bending all up in there. <laughs> <laughs> he judged the garbage can. That's a hell of a reason not to like a yeah. family because of the yeah. way your damn garbage can. Your trash. <laughs>
Ooh, they got dents on their cans. Oh, they just they got don't no, care. They got no lid. What are they lids? All right, listen, guys. We uh, You can email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's strawberry letter. We got to get out of here. Go to paper bags out of these tree lines. Where your damn garbage can? Go to Steve Harvey <laughs> FM. Coming up in 10 minutes from the talk, it will be our girl, Cheryl Underwood. Yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Cheryl Underwood. Yeah. Steve Harvey, man, my only friend that ain't in trouble, ain't in the media. Doggone it. Damn. Y'all know what? what? What's, hey, what's wrong? What's what happened? What happened, Cheryl? Oh, can't have a birthday party for your kids? Snap. Oh, Kevin Hart. Oh, Kevin Hart. Hart. Yeah. Oh, that was, you know what? That, 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 mm-hmm. that was absolutely ridiculous, man. Yeah. Let that go. Yeah. Which way, Steve? No, he can have a birthday party. What that got to do with it? It ain't nothing to do with Thanksgiving or nothing. It's a birthday party for his kid, man. Damn, we get so mad about everything. Yeah. Well, we ain't you know, mad, but we ain't mad, Steve. But look at it look at it like this. The way the Indians get done now, you know what I'm saying? It's not like when we was younger. We were younger. Westerns was everywhere. We didn't really know that it was going to be the destruction of a whole civilization. You know, we just playing a little game. Then whose side is who? Now, if you playing uh, Custer, okay, the Indians won that one, right? one. If you playing the Alamo, then the Indians won that one. But they don't always win that one. And sometimes when we know better, we do better. I get, you, I totally get your point that this is a one-year-old child don't know nothing about it. That's where people was tripping too hard. Child don't know nothing about it. Child didn't even ask for the birthday party. Well, like the one-year-old didn't throw the party. <laughs> no, he don't, no, He don't even no. know it's his birthday. Okay. Right. No, 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 no. You need to go to Chuck E. Cheese where a kid could be a kid and no <laughs> one get but a let me ask you, but do you pizza. really think, do people mm-hmm. really think that Kevin did this with some ill intent? No, no, no. That's he's why. Not that that's kind why. Of guy. No. Yeah, he's not. And I said he. You know, I said don't talk. He my friend. I don't believe he did this purposefully. But you know, the world is changing from even things that we casually say and do, and then people trip, and then we in the public eye, so they really trip. You know, it's things we used to do and say when we was younger that don't nobody, you know, say nothing. You know, it's it's words that we can't even use now that have no ill will, but we used them, you know, when we was growing up. I can't even use them on the radio because I don't want to destroy everything we build it. You know what I'm saying? This is yeah. just the world we in, right? When but you it's post too... everything, people say stuff. But here's the deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. once oh, you post true. it, you open yourself yeah. up for criticism. Sure do. And the internet is a playground for the haters and the devil. Yeah. Sure I, is. I don't, Kevin Hart, I can mm-hmm. assure you, did this with no ill intent. No, no forethought please. about this being Thanksgiving no, and, no. And, 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 and the pilgrims and all like this. Right. We got a way bigger problem than Kevin Hart's oh, wow. damn birthday. And it's in that White House. We got a man in the White House, man, that's making tweeting statements. Yes. I wasn't with this bashing of this brother for this right Mm -hmm. here. Can't be on board with it. Birthday party, do it. But I think sometimes we as people in the public eye and celebrities, you know, we need to be more restrained 
with what we post and what we say. Look at Kim Kardashian talking about she was on ecstasy when she got married the first time mm -hmm. and she was on mm -hmm. ecstasy when she was in sex tape. I didn't know ecstasy make your jaw move like that. Now listen to me. <laughs> I, I saw the tape now. Yeah. I did too, Tommy. Yeah, I saw the tape 30, 32 times. And we, I'm telling listen to me. Ray <laughs> J need an award. Ray yeah. C, ain't nobody saluting Ray. Ray J is that dude for me. Come on. <laughs> he got it. Yeah. He got That's it. I'll let your girl, Ray J. I know I'm old. I know I'm old enough to be your grandma auntie. <laughs> I'll let your girl. I'm just saying. But listen, when I got married, I was stone cold sober, went over to the Jess of the Peace, Cook County, right downtown in Chicago, with Shirley mm -hmm. Scrawberries. We went to a tavern uh -huh. for my reception. It All was right. a tavern. <laughs> I didn't have no hall. I didn't use Bethune Groom Room. I didn't use, <laughs> I didn't use End of the Rainbow. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have no good place. I went to a tavern for my reception. Mm -hmm. I wasn't on no drugs. Only drug I was on was Crown Raw. Straight. She <laughs> 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 said straight. Straight. I was drinking that Crown. Steve, all night long, like Lana Richie. I was that drinking that Crown. Bag, baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Listen to me. It was the best marriage. And my jaw didn't move. Well, my jaw did move. Get your children away from the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Yes, ask me a question, Steve what, Harvest. What made Kim Kardashian even mention ecstasy in the first place? What what made She was her... talking to her sister, and I guess her sister was kind of asking. You know, they put their business on the street keeping up with the Kardashian. You know what I'm saying? Was so she show. was talking to her sister, I think one of the Kendall, Kylie, one of them. And she was talking about how she was wild wow, back in, in the day. Yeah, and then she brought back up the sex tape. You know, what I really want them to talk about is, why is Tristan still in the family? You know what I'm saying? I'd be mad. Mm -hmm. If I saw you, you got me pregnant, I'm in the hospital having a baby, I find out you at the club kicking it. Uh-uh, I'm going to be mad. No, see, I'm walking out. I'm going to walk out with the, with the you know, the gown in the back, with the back open, straight booty <laughs> all out in the wind. I'm be, you going to see me at the club <laughs> knock some bras out with an IV bag. Listen to me. I can fight with one hand, Knocking Steve Hawkins. out. Listen to me. I'm a twirl that daggone IV pole <laughs> like Bruce Lee and Enter the Dragon. I'm a whoops. I'm sorry. But, but, you went way back. <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, man. You listen. Oh, listen to me. First, Cheryl. I'm having your baby. I'm mad anyway. Carla Shirley, come on. We mad what? anyway. We having mad somebody baby and you messing around with another bro? Oh, yeah, I was definitely yeah, mad I'm at him. Yeah. No, you're right about yeah. that. I was. Listen yeah. to me. I could. Oh, no. She no, was you, too, though. She was mad. She's mad. Yeah, she was but mad. She, but she need to be mad enough. You need to get revenge. You need, you know, you need to sleep with somebody, daddy, or something. That's that's vengeance. I'm sorry. Did I go too far for you? Yes. After far. she just had the baby, just sleep with somebody. <laughs> yeah, that hurt your feelings. You sleep with a dude relative or they boy. Dudes break up with. See that's what I'm saying. It's too much stuff going on in the world. Stupid. I'm just trying. To... <laughs> you better, you better tie this up in a bow, I, oh, Cheryl. I sleep with an uncle. I, oh, man, listen to me. I come right an out uncle. that bedroom with a liquor store hat on and a bath towel and a cigarette. <laughs> and your daddy said take the garbage out before you go to bed. Listen to me. <laughs> All right, coming up next, it is Carla and her reality update. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's that time. She is here, Carla, with Reality Update. All right, let's go. Oh, hell. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh -oh, you in it? Come you on, Steve. It, Steve. Go ahead, girl. Go ahead. Listen to this. Real Housewives of Atlanta. Let's go.
So Cynthia Bailey, she hosted a Bailey Q. Not a barbecue, but a Bailey Q. It was cute. It was for the 4th of July celebration. It was potluck. The ladies all Fourth had to bring July. a dish. Ain't this thing? You know, they yeah. tape ahead. They tape ahead. Yeah, it's not live. They don't tape it <laughs> She live. taped the 4th of July in the future? <laughs> Boy, no, you on the else. 4th of July. You something <laughs> else, man. Oh. You gonna stop. You gonna stop. I'm finna say that. <laughs> they taped the 4th of July for 2019. No. You said they tape ahead. Well, the season, yeah, you know. They, come on, you Steve. Know. You're a TV yeah, guy. You, you know. know. Well, what you five. meant to say was they it's t- tape me. Yeah, They've already ahead, taped at the show. Yeah. Okay. Yes, that's what I meant to Bailey say. Bailey Q. Yes, so she called it a Bailey Q. Anyway, while the ladies were there, they were playing games and everything, and they played this game called Pass the Peach. So each person that got a peach, you know, the fruit peach, they had to answer questions or pass the peach to the person that they thought the question was about. So one of the questions was, who was a big liar? And so your girl Marlo said, from the past, she said, I think it's Portia. For the future, I would say Eva. So Eva got mad, and then Candy threw shade at Eva. Basically, they're trying to figure out what's up with Eva because yep. she kind of talks about people mm-hmm. um, to uh, to their friends about that person. But then when she kind of gets around that person that she's talking about, she kind of cool with them. So they're trying oh. to figure out what's up with that because Candy pointed it out. Candy was like, I'm trying to figure figure this out because you talked about this girl, Shamia, and now here you are making her plate at the party. <laughs> you putting bean dip on a plate. So. And she don't say nothing about Nene. Well, she, her and Nene are very cool. She wants Nene to be in her wedding. Eva's about to get married, and she's asked uh, Nene to be involved. So Nene is like, you know, that's her girl, so she's trying to give her a chance. But, you know, they all got a little eyebrow up with uh, Eva. Anyway, mm-hmm. Shamari DeVoe. So Ronnie DeVoe from BBD New Edition, Ooh. his yeah. wife, is on the show. Mm-hmm. So now, Shamari DeVoe told Ronnie's mother, her mother-in-law, Mama DeVoe, that her and her husband had an open relationship at Mm. one point. She told that to this boy, Mama? Mama DeVoe. Mm. Yes, she did. Yes, Mm. she did. They were at a bakery, and they were doing, uh, they are planning, you know, Shamari and her husband, Ronnie, they have twin boys, and they were planning the birthday party for the boys, and they were tasting cakes and just, you know, getting involved and all that. And she said that she told her mother-in-law that basically Ronnie could date other women and that she could date other women because she was bi-curious. What is that? What is back here? She could not date other men, though. He did not allow her to date other men. She could do what she wanted to do with other women. Right, and you're curious about what it will be like to be with a woman. With a woman. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're a woman. That's what they call it, by curious. That's what she called it. Uh-huh. Careful, Tony. I'm 51. Yeah. I don't know none of this no more. This, this is new yeah, to me. Yeah, I'm just telling you what happened on but, the show. That's what this you about this... to say, you by curious, too, because you curious about other women. I'm just going to tell you that ain't going <laughs> to go you. over good. I'm going to shut that down. Okay, I'm not going to say that. I'm, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Thank you, you Uncle Steve. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, this was crazy because Shamari DeVoe is sitting there with Mama DeVoe with her mother-in-law talking about that they had an open marriage and that, you know, Ronnie got busy, though, with his hall pass. 
Well, you know. <laughs> by ten women, yeah. he just he just went to town, and so the the mother in law was like, you know, the advice that she had to her daughter in law because there was some tension. The daughter Shamari felt like her mother in law didn't like her at first. It was some shade she going really on. Don't like your ass now. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot for the mother in law. That was a lot to yeah. throw on her. What made her yeah. tell it? She was just, they were just having a moment. Mm-mm. And she just Mm-mm. opened up and she told her mother-in-law, you know, you didn't like me at first. And That ain't moment know, conversation, though, Carla. That ain't moment I, conversation. I mean, you right know, there. that's between her and her mother-in-law. The cameras were rolling and it was there. And then her mother-in-law, Mama DeVoe, said, well, you opened the door and you let the devil in into mm. your relationship because now it's a closed relationship. It's not open anymore. Oh, they shut it. They shut oh, you can the open and close it. You, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I got locks on it. <laughs> man, please. So, man, my wife, my wife wouldn't hear none of this crazy, man. No, <laughs> no, 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 too no, many man. wives who would. <laughs> no, Shirley, you're a wife, would you? Uh-uh, no, sir. No. I mean, no, ma'am. I wouldn't what? either. I'm uh-uh, a wife. I'm no. sure we know Marjorie Harvey would not. Uh, so you open this relationship and that dough and then your checkbook. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You're going to open up yeah. all this. You come in here with this foolishness. Mm-hmm. Jackie Miles ain't hearing that right there, partner. <laughs> Boy, but what if you could get a hall pass? I'd be scared what? of it. Uh-uh. No. I don't want it. I don't want. I don't it. want it, man. Cause I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't need to start that engine back up. Uh-uh. No. 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 That that no. dude right there that was in my past need to stay his ass right where he at in my Ooh, past. I know mm-hmm. that's right. He, he don't was... need to show back up. Thank you. Mine too. Mine was so ignorant. Good uh. God. I, I, I want to thank you for that honesty there. Uh, okay, Carla, finish. <laughs> I was just listening to the yeah. All right. <laughs> well, that was it. And, you know, we already talked about uh, keeping up with the Kardashians. You know, we talked about Kim and the whole Ray J thing and Ray J disputing what Kim said that she was on ecstasy yeah. about the sex tape. We talked about that yesterday. So I'll keep watching uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Love and Hip Hop New York is back. Yes, it is. So, mm-hmm. yes, it's back with Joe Budden and uh, Remy Ma and Papoose, Jules her husband. And, uh, yep, yep, yep. So that's back. So a lot of shows are back. I so. mean, Santana, what did I say? Montana. I knew who you meant. Oh, and don't forget Ready to Love. And Ready to Love. Yeah, ready, ready to, to love. love. Hosted by Nephew Tommy every <laughs> Saturday night on OWN 10 p.m. 9 Central. Nephew, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I got the seventh episode coming on this side and you know it's narrowing down and man these women something else it's and these, so good it's so and good the, and and the, y'all always ask me something and it'd be 10 seconds Let's all right well we just want to mention and give you love so we can keep your answer short <laughs> <laughs> hit me up on lips by carla go ahead Shirley. all right all right we'll be back with more of the steve harvey morning show right after this you're listening to the steve harvey morning show Beauty mogul Raynell Stewart, we know her as Super Scent on the gram, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's been waking, making waves, big waves as a social media sensation, Steve, since the Vine days. Remember the Vine days? Yes. Do, Do it, it for, for the, the Vine. vine. Yeah. <laughs> the Vine ain't happening no more. No, it's not. No, no, no mm-hmm. it's not. But uh, Super Scent is happening. Uh, in fact, just last year, Super launched her own cosmetic line, the Crayon Case. 
It's a palette uh, resembling a box of crayons that we used to get when we were kids uh, dedicated to new makeup users. So now fast forward, Supercent hit the jackpot this week on Cyber Monday when in less than two hours, she made, get this guys, $1 million. Okay, so good for her, right? Oh, With her crayon uh, case, yes. Uh, Now Super is thanking everyone for supporting her. Uh, Million dollar day in half an hour, well, an hour and a half, you know, so she says, God, thank you. Uh, Supercent went on to say a B-word busted tables and cleansed uh, and cleaned hotel rooms. Don't tell me it's not possible. So, I mean, we're, we, you know, we wanted wow. to point out that, Steve, you just talked about being successful yesterday in your closing remarks. And you, know? you know what? It's like, now, hmm. success is not for everybody. Hey. Mm-hmm. And everybody won't be successful. And the people... For starters, the people that won't be successful are the people who don't believe they'll ever be successful. That's the beginning of it. You have to believe that you can be successful. It merely starts with the hope of being successful. See, so let's not downplay the possibilities of hope. Man, I hope I'll be successful one day. That's the beginning of it. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. See, it starts out merely as hope because this girl bust tables and cleaned hotel rooms. Uh-huh. She made a million dollars in one day because she yeah. was hoping one day she wasn't busting tables no more. Mm-hmm. She was hoping one day that she wasn't cleaning hotel rooms. And then she believed that she could do better than busting tables or cleaning hotel rooms. And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying if that's not where you, that happy place for you, you can start the process by hoping for more. Then you start the process by believing that there's more. And that's what she did. And I say right on to her. Congratulations. Go ahead, girl. Salute. Yeah. Salute. Congratulations. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Carla, Black China is... um, (laughs) Has a new bleaching cream. Is that it? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I heard something about she bleached her skin. Did she bleach her skin? Okay, so this is the story. She went to Nigeria well, she black China no with this man. bleaching cream. It's called White Anisha. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she went to Nigeria with it. She went over there, I guess. Did she want to sell it over there? She wanted to sell it, and she sold it over there. So, wow. Yeah, now she's okay. back, right? So mm-hmm. people in Africa didn't bleach, they say? Well, well, yeah, I mean, it's not. He's sitting that's up there looking news. like Sammy Sosa. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he, went, he went overboard, man. He went way oh, overboard. Yeah. He, when I saw him, he scared me. I, yeah. And the before and after picture? <laughs> Don't put them side by side. Oh, oh my God. God. Talk about scary, yeah. Wow. Crazy. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff going on in the world. It really is. He, he had beautiful skin color. Yeah. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones Q gets a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Uh, Quincy's hand and footprints are now set in stone in Hollywood. Congratulations nice. to him. Yes, Quincy. he's 85 years old. He's a music icon, a legend, and all of that. He dipped his man. hands and feet in cement yesterday outside of the uh, TCL Chinese Theater on his very own Walk of Fame star. Congratulations. Mm, yeah. That's so big. Yeah, it Wait really, a minute. really is. He just not getting a star? Yeah, it's 85, one. Steve. Yeah. Mm. Man, they could have dug mine up and put his down there. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> and they <laughs> and put his hands well, and feet bigger than me. Yeah, his... I didn't know they still did that part of it, too. So. Oh, the hands and the feet. Yeah. Uh -huh. I didn't know the that. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, that's different. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah that's this... different. That's that's the, that, like like what Irwin the Fire got. Yeah, that's what he got. Uh -huh. That's what Quincy Jones yeah. got. Ooh, yeah. He should have been had one. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, he produced Thriller. Stop talking. Yeah, come on. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> one of the greatest producers ever to walk the ever. planet. Yes. <laughs> uh, Snoop Dogg was there. His daughter Rashida was there. Dr. Dre, Usher, many more came to celebrate uh, Quincy, Steve. Oh, that's so mm -hmm. big. Huge. Really big. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he really deserves that. He, he the man. Yeah. Cool dude, too, man. Really, really cool. He has dude. some great stories. <laughs> he is more, um, here's more Quincy Jones news. Oprah, Dave Chappelle, John Legend, Stevie Wonder, Fantasia, Neo, Jennifer Hudson, all of them will honor Quincy's legacy with a musical celebration. It's called Q85, Quincy Jones, on Sunday, December 9th. That's going to be on, e, on uh, BET, so make sure you check that out. Uh, I can't wait to see that. Um, Oprah, you remember when he met her, he put her in the movie Color Purple. She wasn't acting, you know, in movies before Quincy mm. met her and put her in that movie. So they've been lifelong friends since that. I thought the promo for this show, it looks yeah, fantastic. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. It looks uh -huh. good. It looks good. Yeah. You're right. It does. Can't wait. And he's got some singers Fantasia, Jennifer Hudson. Come on. Not Tasia. <laughs> Not Tasia. Don't you hey, say uh, Tasia. I hey, said it. Hey, guys, I know this is early, but mm -hmm. I was thinking of New Year's resolutions. Uh -huh. And you know how we always do New Year's resolutions and you end up breaking one? Uh -huh. Right. So I'm going to do mine now. Oh, okay. It's early. You're right. But go ahead. My New Year's resolution for 2019 is I ain't going to say nothing about Tommy. He lying. He lying. That's why I said I'm going to just go home and get that one out the way now. <laughs> You're going to break that today. Let's see if no, we can last through the show, right? No, that's why I said. Yeah. That, you know, we always break them. So I'm just going to go and say mine now. <laughs> In late I, November. I, st <laughs> I still want to see this Christmas tree. No, even if we ain't competing, I want to see the Christmas tree. No, Tommy. Mm -mm. When, when will it be decorated well, and finished? Why wouldn't you let him see it? Day Steve? after tomorrow. Okay, you got to let him see the tree, man. Why wouldn't you let him see it, Steve? What? No, it, I don't know. have tree feeling, Steve. You're not gonna hurt my tree feeling. What, <laughs> well, Tommy? Oh your, your, yes, he is. Tommy. Oh, you best believe, <laughs> Tommy. Your wife did a spectacular job. Yes, she job. did. Uh -huh. It's beautiful. Yes, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Oh, she bossed it out, though. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, coming up, our last break of the day, and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey. Right after this, we'll be back at 49 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are, last break of the day. It's been a good day. Yes, it has. Yeah, yes, it has. And uh, now it's your turn, Steve, to uh, leave us with some closing remarks. Enlighten us, please. Um, I was talking to somebody today at my house. I had a meeting. And um, 
as usual, I was just vamping with this guy, and we were just sitting there going over so many things. Uh, he's a younger guy. He's really, really smart guy. Man. Really, really smart. Man. Younger to me, he's in his 30s. So. And we were sitting there, and we, we were at my house, and we were talking. And he said, uh, Mr. Harvey, what do you think stops most possibilities? And that was an interesting way to do it, you know. Instead of him saying to me, what stops most people's dreams or aspirations, he posed it that way. And so it caused me to think when he said, what stops most people's possibilities? He caused me to think of it another way. And my response to him was kind of different. I said, most people get stopped from their possibilities by focusing too much on the probabilities. And he said, wow, what you mean by that? And I had to catch myself because I was just, you know, just doing me and it just like, like a light bulb. You know, when you talk about the probabilities, you always talk about, you know, what can happen in the event of. You know, well, if you do this, you know, there's a possible, the probability you start talking about what can probably happen. You know, you could probably go broke. You know, you could probably get turned down. You could probably end up without anything. You could probably fall flat. You could probably fail. Well, if you keep going through the probabilities of something, you'll never get started with the possibilities of something. So what I'm saying to you in these closing remarks today is if I were you, because this is what I did, and I'm not, you know, what's crazy about me, man, is I'm I'm usually not the smartest guy in the room. I've gotten myself around people who are better than me in several areas. You know, on this radio show, I have people who are better than me in areas Shirley has a better voice than I do. Carla has more radio knowledge than I do. Monica Barnes is more technical with with bookings and and with products and placement and all of this stuff that goes with ads. There are people around me that's better than me. Tommy does pranks better than me. Tommy is a better actor than me. So I'm usually admittedly, and I tell people this, and they think I'm kidding, I'm usually not the smartest person in most of the rooms I've gotten in because I've learned to surround myself with people who are better than me in a lot of areas. That way, I don't have to worry about the probabilities. I keep my focus on the possibilities. You got to look at the possibilities in life. Because let me tell you something. If I looked at the probabilities, I wouldn't be sitting here today. I'm from Welch, West Virginia, a coal mine in town. I grew up in a holler. The probability is that I ain't supposed to be here. The possibility is that I am. I grew up in the hood on 112th and Superior. The probability is that I'm not supposed to be here. The possibility is that I am. I had a severe stuttering problem as a child. The probability 
of me being here is not good. The possibility is here I am. The probability of a person being homeless and living in a car, the probability ain't that good. The possibility is here I am. I am saying to you that whatever situation you are in today, stop looking at the probability though. This will probably happen if you do that. That'll probably happen if you do this. This will probably happen if you do that. Damn that. What about the possibility? If you focus on the possibility, it changes your landscape. The view is different from possibilities. It's very different from the view of the probability. The probability causes you to look at the what ifs. The probability causes you to look at the potential failure. The probability causes you to look at the problems. The possibility lets you look at the what could be. The what's possible. The why not me. The man, why don't I try? That's the possibility, man. It's so much better than the probability. So quit getting hung up on the probabilities. This probably won't work. They probably won't pick me. I'll probably fail. I probably won't get it right. This probably caused me to lose my job. I probably have to quit that to try to do that. I don't think I can quit that to do that. You're tripping on the probabilities. And you're losing focus of the possibilities. And the possibilities is where God is. God is in the possibility. Because all things are possible through him. All things are possible with God in your life. All things is possible with prayer. All things is possible. That's what I learned today. Those are mm. my closing remarks. Well said. You better start focusing <laughs> on the possibility. Drop yeah. it, Steve. On the there you go. That's right. Throw it? Yeah, he don't never Across drop the it. damn room. He <laughs> throws it. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> that was well, a good y'all one. have a great weekend. Mm. Close. Getting close. Getting there. Watch. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at tmobile.com slash unconventional.
Open Signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. 